How is everybody? Don't mind me, I'm just going to rearrange the furniture. I'm a bit OCD in how I like this stuff set up when I'm up here. Um, just, just go with me with it. Um, it's nice to be here. You know, it's only been, um, it was two Sundays ago when Em and I were last here, but it feels like four or five, four or five weeks actually, which is probably a good thing when you go on holidays and it feels like it's been a long time. Um, it's probably a good thing. So for those of you who didn't know, we went to New Zealand for a couple of weeks. We had a, we had a wedding there and then stayed on um, an extra week in Queenstown and did all the touristy type stuff that you do when you go on holidays, go on a jet boat, um, which is funny given I really don't like boats at all and we go on a jet boat and we hired a boat with the group of friends we were with and I ended up driving a boat so make, make sense of that I'm scared of boats and start driving a boat so that was that was different but it was a it was an amazing time an amazing opportunity to just relax and refresh but also to reflect a little bit on uh, this year and 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 how it's been and um, you know I, I found that even when you're on holidays you never stop learning, you never stop hearing from, from God and the things that he wants to say. And so for me, one of the, the key lessons I learned through just conversations with our friends and with other people and with the wedding, because the, the couple that got married, I did, the, I did the ceremony, they're the only Christians in their, in their families and their families can be quite uh, antagonistic or resistant. And so they were, they were nervous with having me do the ceremony because I'm like, I don't know anything else but to talk about the love of God and, and how God is that. And so they were like, okay, well, we trust you. Um, but it went, it, it, went, it went really well. Like some of their parents came up and said this was actually one of the best weddings we've ever been to. So, you know, God, God does some amazing stuff. And so one of the things that I learned uh, this past week was when we are indwelt by and carry the Holy Spirit, it's our responsibility to listen to what he is saying and to be guided by him, regardless of what's going on around us. I'll say that again. When we are in, indwelt by and carry the Holy Spirit, it is our responsibility to listen to him and to be guided by him, regardless of what the circumstances are and who the people are around us. And so I, and I found that. like we, were, we had a group of six, um, so it was Em and I and two other, two other couples, and... It was, it was good. Some of them are coming back to their faith. There's some who don't have a faith. And so being in that environment and going, it's okay to listen to worship music in the car. It's not going to offend anybody. It's, it's, it's all of these things. And so for me, that was a, a real big lesson that I know, but sometimes you've got to be in that situation to actually realize it. And so this morning is all about intentionally making some space for the Holy Spirit so that we can be transformed, filled, refreshed by him. And I think we all need to do that. Like Hannah said, you know, the Holy Spirit is always here and he's always with us. But sometimes we, ne we actually need to make some space so that we can properly hear from him. You know, it, it says um, in the Old Testament that his voice is like a gentle whisper in the storm. And in life, when we're busy, it can sometimes be really hard to hear that gentle whisper. So this morning is all about making some space. We're going to worship uh, again in a little while. Um, we're going to have some time of prayer and, and, and being filled. So I hope you're ready for that this morning. So let's pray. Father God, we thank you for who you are. We thank you that you have given us your Holy Spirit and that he is here to comfort us, to guide us, 
to lead us, to prompt us. And we thank you for the gifts of the Holy Spirit that you have freely given to each and every one of us. And so this morning, Father, I pray that you'd be speaking to our hearts, speaking to our spirits inside of us, that you'd speak your words through my lips and through the things that are spoken and, and, and sung, Lord, and that you would be here with us. In Jesus' name, amen. So, you know, I, if you're like me, when you think about, oh, it's a Holy Spirit weekend, okay, we're going to be looking at the book of Acts and, and Pentecost and things like that, because they're the really noticeable uh, Holy Spirit moments that we, we talk about in church. Um, but this morning, before we go back into that time of worship, I want to look at a single verse in Matthew chapter 3. Uh, I've, I've read this verse probably 15, 20 times over my Christian walk, and the last time I read it, which was about three or four weeks ago, for whatever reason, something jumped out of me and resonated with me for probably the first time ever. And so it's Matthew chapter 3, verse 11. And so at this point, you've got John the Baptist speaking to the Pharisees, and he says, I baptize you with water for repentance. But after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. And so for me, I've, I've, like I said, I've read that before and it's never, something just never connected that Jesus was the one that brings, I knew he brought the Holy Spirit, but then that fire and it's like a couple of weeks ago, it just hit me and I'm like, okay, this is different. What does this mean? And so this morning I want to look at um, what fire is and what fire does and how we can apply that to ourselves as humans but as Christians as well. And so before I do that, there's two mentions of baptism here. We have water baptism, so for repentance. We're letting go of the old and stepping into the new. We come out of the waters as a new creation. And then you've got the Holy Spirit and fire baptism, which is a spiritual awakening it gives us a new focus. It refines us to become more like Jesus. Uh, before I unpack that, I want Em to just come up briefly and share something that God spoke to her a couple of weeks ago around this. So I think I shared this a couple of weeks ago when we were last here. Um, we were in a prayer meeting a couple of weeks back and... I saw the Holy Spirit move in this place, in this room. All of this space here was just covered in fire. And I felt the Lord speak to me and say, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. I'm bringing fire. I'm bringing refining. I'm bringing refreshing through letting go of all of that stuff. And one of the things that I love about God, and Jim was talking about what he speaks, even when we're not, you know, in church, a lot of the times where God mentions the Holy Spirit, there's different natural things that he speaks about. So, you know, like a rushing wind and a rain and a flood. And I just feel like fire at the moment is really resonating with me because I just want God to just burn up all of the stuff that I don't need because we carry stuff that we don't need. And I just feel like as a church for us right now, there's stuff that we hang on to that we don't need. And I just want God to come in this place today and just, in me, I want him to just take 
stuff off and reveal things for me that I don't need so that I can say, God, just take it, burn it up. I don't want it. Because what I want for us as a church and for me personally is to see God move in me in a way that changes my world, changes my community. So as we go through today, as Jimmy shares, and as we worship a little later and and pray, I just want to encourage you to really allow God to just burn that stuff up because we don't need it. And it might be scary to let go, but he holds us, you know, like he holds us. And once things are burnt up, there's new life that comes. Like, I don't know if you've seen a forest after a fire, but the new life that springs forth is incredible. So be encouraged and, and yeah, let's really allow the Lord to move in fire in our lives and in this place today. Thanks, Em. Uh, it's, a, it's a really encouraging um, word that I think, and it's relevant to all of us individually, but together as a church as well, I think, to allow that fire to come through. And I will look at this a little bit, but to come through and burn away the unnecessary stuff that we hang on to that can sometimes get in the way of our relationship with God and the things that he has for us. And so, you know, as we read in in verse 11, Jesus chooses to baptize his people with the Spirit. And this unlocks in us the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And we have some we are naturally more suited to, but we can also ask for those. If we're in a situation where we need, um, we just need some wisdom or some discernment in that situation and we can say, hey, hey God, I'm, I need some help here. What do I do? And he's going to give that to us for that moment because that's who he is. You know, we need, and we need to tap into that. We need to realize that there are all of these gifts and just because, you know, some people might be more suited to, to teaching or to prayer or to, to prophecy or to hospitality or mercy doesn't mean that we can't have those in moments when we need them. And we need to realize that, that we, we, we have the Holy Spirit inside of us and so he's, he's the bearer of all these gifts. We just need to ask and be willing to ask for those in that moment. You know, and then, and then there's the fire part. Now, growing up, I got to see a lot of bonfires. I, a lot of my friends had, had property, and I grew up down in Geelong and, uh, and then rural down the surf coast. And so there were lots of opportunities for that. And I've always loved the smell of a wood fire. I think there's probably other people here who don't mind the smell of a wood fire um, as well. And they're pretty good to look at. But it's interesting to look at what fire does. You know, I've, I've made a list of six or seven things here. You know, fire brings light. And it gives us heat. It consumes. It refines. It makes everything it touches like itself. And fire moves upwards. So to put that into perspective, when we are filled with this fire... We bring light, we bring truth to people's lives and that can help to set them free. Our hearts burn within us for the things of God and that's that heat that fire brings. You know, fire consumes and refines 
So therefore, you know, the unnecessary stuff that we carry is burnt away. The, the, the things that we need to repent of and let go of, those things are burnt away. You know, you think about a little pearl. It's a really sought-after gem. But to get it to that state where everybody wants it, it needs to go through fire first. And it comes out like that. You know, that gets burnt away and the process of holiness and righteousness in us begins. Which then shows how fire makes us like itself. You know, Jesus baptizes us with that. And as we are baptized in that, we start to become more and more like him. And so the Spirit makes us like Jesus and forces our focus upwards, which is to heaven. And so it doesn't matter what we're carrying, where we're at in life, what's going on. It doesn't matter about any of those things. We can still come and reach out to Jesus and we can hear the Holy Spirit within us. We just have to choose to listen to that. You know, we speak of wanting things on earth to be like heaven, yeah? And so we can do that by being baptized by the Spirit and fire to constantly being refilled because, you know, when we use our gifts, we're giving and giving and giving. We do need to receive back. So, you know, coming and being prayed for, it's okay to to say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm tired at the moment. I need, I need the Holy Spirit to come and fill me again to, to refresh me. It's okay to do that. You know, to actually recognizing the power and the authority we carry as children of God who are chosen. You know, we are chosen people and Jesus chooses to baptize us with the Holy Spirit to give us these gifts to 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 give us the comforter and the peacemaker in our lives and then we need to tap into the Holy Spirit within us you know to hear that voice and to be obedient to to take those steps you know sometimes it's really hard he he calls us to do something that's a little bit weird or left of center or outside of our comfort zone But we can trust him and we need to do that so what i want to do now is ushers could you please distribute communion um you know i've talked about making making space and i think something like communion as we take that together that forces our focus upwards it forces our focus on him and it's creating a space for the holy spirit to speak to us and to minister. Can I get the band to come up, please? So I'm just going to sit for a minute and I'm not going to, to talk. But I just want you to, to, to sit and contemplate what's the Holy Spirit saying to me this morning. This is a spiritual act and it centers us on Jesus. So just sit for a, for a moment Um, hear what the Holy Spirit's going to say and then I'll lead us through communion.
On the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and broke it and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's eat together. In the same way, he took the cup and said, this is my blood of the new covenant shed for you. Drink this in remembrance of me. Let's drink together. You know, we're going to go back into worship now. And we're going to be in that space to let the Holy Spirit speak to us, to bring things to mind that, you know, or situations where we can tap into the gifts that we have. Or maybe there's some unnecessary stuff that you're hanging on to. And we have a little bit of space in a little while to to pray for you to, to, to release that so that you can so that you can best be who you are. And we're going to pray for you to be filled with the Holy Spirit or refilled. So as we go into this time of worship, focus upwards on heaven. Focus on Jesus. And let his spirit bring light into dark places in your life. Let his spirit bring that heat and that warmth. Because warmth is a thing of comfort. So let that comfort come from the comforter. You know, be consumed by the spirit. Allow it to refine you and work in you. And allow the Spirit to make you more like Jesus. So do you want to pass your cups to the center aisle? And while you're doing so, do you want to stand? We're going to go back into, back into worship and let the Holy Spirit do what the Holy Spirit wants to do. I love this song because it sings of the goodness of Jesus and, and how free forgiveness and grace is to all of us. But I also, I think what resonates with me is, is that there are things that in this song we need to do. We've got to come to the altar. We've got to bow down. And in order for us, you know, what we talked about before, for the Holy Spirit to, to work in us and to lead us, before all of that, we've got to let go of the stuff that we're carrying. So in this space, if, you know, I, I feel like there's some people here who are, who are carrying a weight, that life is, life is a bit heavy at the moment. So if you're in a space where, things are heavy, where there's some chaos, where there's some, some pain, some suffering, whatever it is. I want you to, to, 
to do the act of coming forward and coming down to the altar. Like actually come down here. Because yes, we can experience the Holy Spirit wherever we are in this auditorium, in our chairs and whatever. But sometimes we need to actually take a step in order for the Holy Spirit to, to break the things off us that need to be broken, to restore what needs to be restored. So if things are heavy for you and, and, and there are things you need to let go of or where you're trying to find some peace in some chaos, I encourage you to come forward and worship. Come forward and worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. There's plenty of space across here. So as the band go back through this song, I want you to come to the altar. Come forward and worship, but also receive what the Spirit is wanting to do. Yeah, Lord, we thank you that you are forever ours. We thank you for your amazing love, your amazing grace. That when we come to the altar and come to you, your arms are open wide yeah. in love for us. It doesn't matter where we've been, what we've done, what we've said, what's going on. You love us. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen.